Hey, welcome back to We're Not Made for Everyone's podcast today. Oh, we got on here today. We got our Florida board on here. Our good sport commentators act on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we also got (laughs) (laughs) always bring a great um, point of view. I'm just saying he gives a point point of view because he gives a wide perspective on different things and different topics. Let's welcome back Jay. How's it going, everyone? And everybody know who this is. This is the prophet. This is Charles, and we're getting ready to get into some topics. So let's talk about what's going on now. Ha! So most of you have known that Georgia was trying to make it very hard for blacks and anybody of economical status, very challenging for them to vote. So they signed into law this week alone that it makes it harder for you to do early voting. It makes you harder to do mail-in voting. And people cannot provide you for a snack or give you water if they're not a part of the poll workers or the election workers at the site. Can't do that. So that's what they put out there now. Now tell me, either one of y'all go first. Tell me how y'all feel about that. I'll let Jason go first. All right, Jay, go. <laughs> All right. Well, I will go first with that one then. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I have looked into it and I've seen it. I it it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh I mean if Georgia would have gone the opposite way, we probably wouldn't even be sitting here talking about it. But yeah, that's beside, that's beside the point. It's we're just trying to make it harder for certain people to become a no water. I just don't understand the mail-in va- ballots. It's everybody made a big deal about that, but during the campaign, Trump told his people not to do the mail-in ballots. That was not his biggest issue. That was Biden's. And I don't understand how everybody was making a big deal about how Biden got all the mail-in ballots. Well, yeah, he did because he encouraged them because we were in a pandemic. Instead of waiting in the line to make it, I guess, somewhat safer, and he encouraged it so we wouldn't all be clumped up and we had to do safety protocols with the pandemic. And we did it. But it's like water and food and all that. I just think it's getting out of hand, to be completely honest. This is ridiculous, what we have to go through and how we have to set make up laws so certain people can't uh, vote or have the right to vote. But, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It's If it would have gone the other way, like I said, we would have been in a whole – this wouldn't even be a problem. And to piggyback on that one, I just think – Right, exactly what you're saying. I just think it's absurd. How how are you gonna make this a law that you cannot provide snacks on a ballot line? Where's the rationale behind that? That don't make sense. It really don't. Okay, yeah, keep talking, Jay. No, I'm just saying it. It doesn't make any sense. Like it, 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 like who, who, like the tax dollars is being wasted. Time is being wasted on an issue that's not even an issue. People actually got together to discuss this. <laughs> they, they got together to discuss it. 
party lines only approved it and they signed it in private. So that makes it look kind of <clears throat> already off. So I'm gonna just tell you this. Most of you, you both of you know who who are on here with me. I'm in the in the middle of a challenge of being diabetic. If I have to go somewhere, and I'm projecting this much time, so I should be okay. But if it takes almost twice as long, and that my sugar levels get affected, I would need a snack. I'm gonna need some water, and I have to wait till I get one of the officials who are closer to the building while I'm in the back of the line where there's no officials at I have to wait for them so I can literally pass out, have a attack going to a diabetic coma because I have to wait on officials who are closer to the front of the line what sense that make? you providing me a snack or some water does not sway me from voting democratic independence or republic so what's the point of even even trying to bring that up and put that in into law? Listen, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's clearly it's it's clearly a personal attack on 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 certain on certain constituents. It's nobody's in agreement with that. Because to me, that just that's obvious. It's vote suppression at the most obvious, brazen manner. Nobody could say, "All right, this 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 bill definitely makes sense." Nobody in their right minds could agree with it. Who who who's in favor of this? <laughs> Seriously, who's in favor of this? Uh, you know what? It, the scary part is there's probably a lot of people for this. Not necessarily. There this is my little my little research on it, Zach, because I kind of thought the same thing. To my research, slapped me in my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not a lot of people who are supporting this. It's only that group who wants to try to secure their their position in public office being elected officials. You have the other people out there who are, are well-to-do that lives in areas that are pretty expensive in Georgia are not in that much support of it because it actually puts them in a difficult place to vote because they sometimes sometimes of uh, people of a uh, lighter complexion. You know, that's how I say it. By the complexion, don't like to be in those lines. They like to mail their stuff in and call it a day so I don't have to be around other people. They don't like to be around local, lower economic status people or poverty people level. They don't like to be around, so they mail their stuff in. Or they like to be traveling the world, don't have to worry about it. I mail my stuff in, so I don't have to worry about being in lines while I'm traveling the world. They're not really in support of it. That's why I say it kind of slapped me in my face because you know, one of the things where I guess they do it because you know they, they're the considered lighter-skinned Republicans and got a mindset. Nope. It's only those ones who are in official offices that's been elected that want to keep their so-called position doing this foolishness. So, it's not always what it looks like. We got to go deeper into the book. Mm-hmm. True, true. But it's just, it's just the level of absurdity, man. It's just, it's just crazy to me, man. And, and and trust me, it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna get any real traction. People are gonna be like, "Nah, this is unconstitutional," and then they're gonna knock it down. Yeah, because they already. I think it's three current lawsuits against it right now. Currently, right now, I don't know how many more are being put into it, but currently, right now, three lawsuits. And it could be as simple as if you were that afraid 
of losing your position in public office, do your freaking job. That's that's my thing for here in Florida. Give give me a good segue to go to Florida. Um, here in Florida, we 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 are facing other things because people want to try to secure their that position in office. Um, let's look at the protesting new bill that they're trying to present. Have any of y'all heard of it? No, I have not. Okay, let me give you some background on it. So, the Santos, or the Santos, whatever way you pronounce it, whatever, because it's two different ways to pronounce it according to where you come from, has uh, a bill out there presenting ways to control protesting. There are ways of holding third-degree level offenses for protesting if you're blocking traffic or you are disrupting whatever the public is. And then also in this bill, they are allowing any of the business owners to protect their business at any cost, even be able to fire a gun or shoot someone, possibly kill them in order to protect their business. This is what's in the bill. And also that police don't have full say and full control over what's being done because he's not going to support them in the budget on this matter. That sounds like a law that would have been passed in the early 1900s, late 1800s. What, what, Jim Crow. What, what? Jim Crow 2.0. <laughs> Just call it that, Jay. It is fine. We, we all know each other on this on this podcast enough to know that we're not speaking nothing against either one of us and not ethnic backgrounds. Jim Crow was it was a white supremacy, whitewashed thing to keep people of certain groups and economical levels too suppressed. So it's just not always a black thing or color thing. It's about economics too. It's about keeping you bound. Oh, Lord, it's, it's it's always been an economical thing when you think about it, because it wasn't it wasn't until later on when they decided to say, OK, you don't have to own land to vote. And it's always been a way to keep keep the rich people in power, because if, it's, if, it's, if this was truly a, a nation that revolved around everyone and everybody that's a citizen. Why is it that it makes certain citizens more difficult to attain the same level of respect or the same say? Or even the same appreciation as the next. It's always been a matter of finances, man. It's always been the rich keeping their power and influence among those of lesser of lesser um, privileges. That's always been the case. True. True. So, so um, when we think about this, it's a bill right now, not a law. It's a bill. It's thinking about this, that in our First Amendments, we have the right to what? Freedom of speech, religion, uh-huh. congregation, press, and... A petition to agree uh, in the government, things regarding that. So we're signing that. So, but in that thing, say, the right to peacefully assemble, protest something, right to do it. It is a First Amendment right. So how do we try to create a bill within a state when you have your federal laws that can supersede it and they're trying to create it? 
Now, what, 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 what's going on with that? So you, you, you want to contradict what the quote unquote founding mem- founding elements of this this country is 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 built on, because you want it a certain way. You don't want Black Lives Matters to protest and be able to cause. But here's the thing: every time I've seen them, they are not always blocking roads. They're mm-hmm. gathering places. And standing in front of places because even when they did in front of the police station in Orlando, they were literally across the street. The police decided to block that certain part of the street so nobody would get hurt. So I'm still I, I can't I can't process this. Hey, it just comes down to the same man. There's some rights, some rights apply to some, and the same rights don't apply to others. White supremacists could have their rally and there will be no issues whatsoever. It is them expressing the First Amendment right. However, when we protest things of police brutality or even assassination, no, you cannot do that. And they always try to equate and they always try to um, match up. Sorry. Black Lives Matter with, with rioting and, 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 and looting is always the case. And they use that narrative so they could say, hey, you can't support this movement. These people are over here are criminals. Well, how are they criminals unless you make them a criminal? And that goes right back to what was going on in the civil rights movement. <laughs> I mean, the, the, for us to protest, basically, we were seeing something was wrong and bringing it to light. And that's all we're doing. It's not about trying to cause harm to anyone. Yeah, but they don't, you know, when uh, the thing is, is this, it's, if, if you, you, it's true what you said, you can't really stop somebody's First Amendment rights, but you can defame them, you can ruin their credibility and label them a certain way, and some people will buy it without even taking the time to understand it. Yeah, because when women's rights came along, they protested, correct? Yes. Under under the false narrative of saying who's going to take care of the kids and they try to and they try to use um um religious scriptures as a way to as a way to pretty much de- um discredit them. And so on and so forth. So it, it goes back to that saying whenever there's a group of people that are marginalized or a group of people that are oppressed, they are always going to take the direction in another way so they could keep them Oppressed, correct. But uh, that's that's the crazy thing I'm trying to figure out is when you come up with these stipulations, thinking only of one group, Black Lives Matter, and not thinking of any other groups or anything that somebody, what somebody protests about proper health care, are you going to try to give them the same stipulations? But this bill that they're trying to push through that. You can't block traffic. You can't do this. If somebody feels they they're they're being uh, threatened, they could kill. So basically, let me put let me even take a step back. When they're protesting pro life, thank you, pro life, and you're protesting that, are you going to make them follow the same criteria? 
even though that you're saying that you're about pro-life, the governor of, of Florida, I'm not going to talk about no other states. I don't live there yet. But as in the state of Florida, when you're trying to be pro-life and you out there protesting and you could be blocking roads and the people that's inside the clinic fit, can be feel threatened and they could kill. How would you feel? Zach, you got anything to chime in on this one? No, all I was going to say is, uh, Charles was just bringing it up, is are they going to treat all protests the same? That's exactly what I was going to say because, you know, it's, he went into different ones, but I'm waiting until how long it takes for one protest to have different rules than the other protest, and then a protest has... It's getting treated different, just like we're seeing now. It's we typically do one like the Black Black Lives Matter movement, where everybody's seeing it as negative. But then you have the people that I guess you can say it was a protest. What they did in the the capital insurrection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but my thing is this, and even when uh, like. What they did at the Capitol would be a lot worse to me than what the Black Lives Matters were doing. And they didn't get treated nearly as bad as people marching the streets, standing up for what they believe in. But we can go in with machine guns and all this other stuff, threatening and stealing documents of people, and it's a slap on the wrist. So that's why I was saying... Is it going to be the same for every protest that's, that the people of Florida are going to do? Or is it just they pick and choose who they want? You know the answer to that one, Zach. Exactly. And, that's what I'm saying is, <laughs> and I said it sounds good what he's saying, and but we can all read between the lines. It's going to be the same as it always is. Let's make it sound good and then let's read between the lines. And I, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me that the freedom of speech, and then we get certain people have it, certain people don't. But, I mean, if they're going to treat every protest the same, then I'm all for it. But if they're not going to, then why why even say anything? <laughs> well said. True. I, I, that's just how I feel about it. Say that again. That's just how I feel about it. It just doesn't make any sense, but... I mean, it's the world we live in today. It's sad. Well, we saying it doesn't make sense because we already know if we think about something and we're going to be fair, we're going to be just, we have to mm-hmm. think about all groups and their abilities to protest. And when they protest, we're talking about their peaceful assembly because they don't go in. Because here's something, we really look at statistics and really understand when people protest or peacefully assemble themselves, as the Constitution says in the First Amendment, they don't go in and begin to tear up buildings and set them on fire or anything. A lot of times you get those things to a point where they go to protesting, to looting, when someone comes up and disrupts the crowd or challenges the crowd or put violence upon that crowd. Then you get a reaction, and your reaction a lot of times is losing. Not necessarily standing close, but they will burn something down. But here's the crazy thing. As the Constitution say, peaceful assembly, but the Tea Party, those son of a gun, was not peaceful in what they were doing. They had violence. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's cold, real. When you look about things and how things are done, this is what this country has founded and demonstrated and taught. We have learned from what the examples that you set before us. But now, if we follow in the example that you set before us, we are considered criminals. We are looters. We are this, we are that. And I'm talking about anybody believing any kind of thing that you're fighting for the rights of people being treated equally. I don't care for Black Lives Matters to women's movement, Me Too movement, all these movements that's going on, that people should be treated fairly and treated correctly and not be disrespected. We're coming from that point. So if you if you get mad that these things are happening, stop letting all these other people come into the peaceful protests the peaceful gathering to, to point out a view and disrupt it because that's what people are doing. They come where the people are trying to get a message across in a peaceful manner and speak and let their voices be heard. But you get people who come in the crowd to do crazy things and that group gets, gets labeled this, labeled that. Seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to be finna move on from that. Zach, give us an update on sports. What's going on with the brackets? Uh, the brackets are they're starting to even out to where there's not much of a Cinderella team except for one as of right now. Yesterday, number one Baylor beat – number one seed Baylor beat Villanova. Arkansas – Charles, this is one of your picks. Barely beat Oral Roberts. I believe they beat him by one. <laughs> uh, which I thought you were going to have that as uh, Cinderella that you were continuing, but it didn't happen. Close. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, Cinderella from about two years ago got defeated by Oregon State, who is the Cinderella team as of right now. They are a 12 seed. Yeah. Uh, Houston. Beat Syracuse pretty easily. Houston's a two seed. And then today the game, the only game that has completed was Gonzaga destroyed Creighton onto the Sweet 16. Gonzaga's a one seed. And right now Michigan is playing Florida State. Michigan's a one seed. Florida State is a four. Uh, Michigan is up. I believe there's still about 12, 11 minutes left, so plenty of games still to go on and then the later games are uh, UCLA who's an 11 seed that would be considered a Cinderella against Alabama who's a 2 seed and then USC Southern Cal 6 seed against Oregon who is a 7 seed after these next 3 games get uh, completed we will have a sweet 16 and then those games will be the final four and then april 5th will be the national championship and then other than that baseball's about to start spring training's getting going it's about to i believe it's about to lose sometimes or end sometime soon uh See if the Dodgers can pull the back-to-back championship or if the Yankees can get over the hill or we'll have a Cinderella team, basketball, NBA. Uh, Andre Drummond went to the Nets to join the that stellar team that they keep on getting with Harden and Kyrie. And um, I believe it was Drummond. Uh, 
Uh-oh. Yeah, I didn't know you both have it together better than this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> and then uh, Lakers, if they can get healthy, we'll see what they can do because the Lakers just got – I could be mixing that up because I think the Lakers got Drummond and then the Nets got LaMarcus Aldridge. I think that's what it was. Okay. Lakers got Drummond and then uh, the the Nets got Aldridge. Yeah, I mixed that up. That's exactly what it was. Okay. Aldridge. Sir, next time don't be Drummond. drinking on the Henny. Or Nah, just the Coke Zero, baby. Coke Zero, but but other than that, okay, okay, good. We all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink the Hemi. I've already downed the cigar. And... Oh, damn. This guy over here drinking cigars? Oh, I'm... Nah, man. I think you're done tonight. That's it. You're done for the day. Nah, man. I'm just preparing myself for tomorrow. <laughs> you know? All right, Florida boy, you don't win. Where are you at? But I got a question, Florida boy. You too, Jay. So... Yeah. I was reading something about even with the first topic we were talking about, about how they changed uh, the laws about voting. That are they truly pulling out them playing some games in an, an Atlanta area because of these laws? Hmm. Good question. Say that again. Oh yeah, it looks like I guess. It's, I don't follow baseball, so I, I don't want to really mess it up. But I believe they're saying that their all-star game they usually only have in Atlanta. They're, they're thinking of moving mm-hmm. it because of Georgia laws with the voting has changed, so they don't want to bring money to the state of Georgia. I have not heard that, but I mean that's I ain't heard reading something. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I bet out in USA Today. Uh, they haven't they haven't uh, made a final decision yet. If they do that, that would be <laughs> right there. That would be. I dig up. Oh, that's right. They're not in Florida, so they won't have the consequences of Florida people in Florida protesting. Ah, oh, got, 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 got It's it's Georgia. <laughs> oh, Unless they move the All Star game to Florida, they possibly could. I don't. That's why I said they haven't. They only missed a little bit it because I guess it was still up in the air by decision. I guess when they make a decision, they will announce what is what. Man, the thing is, right now, everywhere in the nation is treating is treating Florida like 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 if it's Vegas when it comes down to the whole COVID situation. But doggone, Florida got the most it got super spreader in areas. Man, we <laughs> got know, night shift. We got nothing. <laughs> don't come down here to break that mess even the more. Yeah, Zach, me and you can speak on. Keep that mess away from us as much as possible. Yeah, I don't want to go through that. Man, they, they 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 even bring in the next UFC event, um, to UFC two sixty one in freaking Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville, and it, they've already sold out fifteen thousand. Yo, it's, dude, fifteen. It sold out like within like the first two hours, or some or something ridiculous like that. I think even less than two hours. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because Dana White, you know, he's all about the money. And he's, I mean, I mean, granted, they had their own like little fight island, but if there's a chance to make money in a state, and he's 
said, I mean, he's going to go to Florida because of our governor, and his governor is going to go all for it. So, but yeah, the open it to 15,000 and it sold out is good luck. Uh, I don't know the protocol. I don't know if they have to wear masks, but I doubt it. I'm pretty oh, sure knowing him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to yeah. want them to wear a mask. He say that. If they do, I mean, I'm not going to say, I don't know if like certain, like if there's like a certain group that has uh, vaccines or anything, but the sounds of it is it got sold out. There was, it was just first come first serve tickets and it got sold out pretty quick, but I would imagine that masks come into a play, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. And you just have a bunch of people sitting around, shoulder to shoulder, just watching people beat the crap out of each other, and that's where COVID's going to... Nah, I hope, I hope Dana White is smart enough not to do that, only because, only because um, he knows that if he does that, and if he tries to bring people in, like they try to do it in another state, they're going to see how he conducted himself in Florida, and they're going to be like, uh, I don't think that would be in our state's best interest. So, wait. We'll so he, wait, he probably would do. He's probably going to put out there that they, they that he suggests you wear your mask. He's not enforce yeah. it. He's going to suggest it. So he can say the people just didn't follow what was suggested to them to try to put some litigation off of him, responsibility off of him. That's what he's probably going to do. Fair enough. Yeah, because you know uh, DeSantis isn't going to do anything because he's the same one in a video seeing chugging beer with a group of people with no masks or anything and people praising him. He wants to be president. That's why you think he came up with this bill about the protesting in Florida. He wants to be president. He actually wants to out Donald Trump, but he got to look like he's supporting him. But he wants to outdo him, and he wants to run for him in 2024. Here's the thing. Even with education, DeSanto is messing up. (laughs) He does not want to teach about different points of views and how things affect uh, different races when they were building the country, creating laws and all the process. But it's history. How do you deny what history and things that actually happened not to be included in your education of the children? How do, how do you think they're supposed to know so many things about about what happened to their, their aunt, their uncle, or somebody that, that when they really find out that they had a granddaddy that got lynched because he, he was standing up for his rights to vote and everything? How do you explain that in, in, in the United States laws and everything, how it affected different ethnic groups and, and economic groups and everything? How do you think that affected? So here's the thing I want him to know, and I'm my soapbox, y'all. Here's one thing I want him to know. Look at your last name. Your last name is not one of these things from a white British country. You come from a Spanish-based country, and all of them do not speak like the Spaniards of Spain. You have to understand that you can't come to a place and try to whitewash everything and try to make it look good so you can appeal to the Republicans who are going to make it financial support to support you financially but morally have nothing for you. They will break you down, use you what they want to, get their agenda out there, and let you hang out to dry. He does not realize that. Just because you're Republican, it does not mean you have to give up your morals, your rights, your your ethnic background, your your, your culture that you were raised in. It doesn't mean you have to sacrifice all that just to be in office. You have to understand it if you're going to take public office that you must speak for all people, not just one group of people. Now, I'm done on that. (laughs) 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 
just had to get on there about that. I think you should always educate everybody all the same level, give them all the same information so they can make choices according to their lives. Nah, man, that would be too... That would be, di- be too... That would be too simple. That would be too difficult, man. How would that be too difficult? Difficult for them in the sense of they won't be able to control the narrative. They won't be able to to pretty much pull the strings so they could sway the people that they need to keep them in office under their influence. You know how it goes. You heard your okay. sheep. You you don't want your sheep making decisions on its own. Sheep are dumb. <laughs> but in, but in this case, but in this case, it makes great politics. I'm being real. You get some sheep. Sheep do some stupid stuff. In order to be a shepherd, you gotta watch out for a lot of stupid things. People basically run right into a traffic. People run right almost to a, to a wolf and then realize it's a wolf. Oh, I need to run. And then you are already dead. What are you talking about? There's a reason There's a reason why if you really look at the shepherd, there'll be three dudes with like a herd of like 40 of them guiding them to where they need to be. There's a reason why. You got shepherd dogs and shepherds in order to get a herd of sheep to go the right way. Because if not, they'll walk off the cliff and don't realize they did. La, 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 la. Oh! <laughs> and, 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 and unfortunately, um, I don't know what other way to, to use an analogy to describe it, but that's essentially what it is. They do not want... They just... That's why That's why there's networks that just bombard and spoon-feed certain demographics and sway them to the politics or the agenda of the particular certain parties. In both cases. Yeah. Is, is unfortunately how it's, how it's done and how it's used. Whether if it's Fox News or MSNBC or more CNN now, more than anything. They, 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 uh, apparently they lost their, their amount of viewers since um, Trump got out of office. So now they're trying to find things to keep people engaged and watching. Hmm. Well, I get you, but then let me give a personal story. Because, like, today marks 21 years since it happened. So I think both of y'all know I was married. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when I was married, I found out about six months into the relate into the marriage, not the relationship. We we were together years before the marriage. Six months into the marriage, I found that they, they suffered from mental illness. And this is when we had a lot of Republicans in the office. A lot of Republicans cut it funding for mental health and mental health facilities didn't have the funding they needed. And and during that time, you know. We had to deal with, I believe, Jeff Bush got back in office, and we had to deal with how he was changing things for the state of Florida, and all of that. So we, so in the marriage, after that six month mark, was close around the holidays and her birthday. So things just seemed to do, were going left, going this way, going that way, and by January of two thousand and one, we a Start living in separate houses. She she went back to her mom's house. I stayed at the house, 
that I had it rented before we got married. Um, tried to work through some things, got to a place, some things got revealed. So while we trying to work through, there was already another relationship. When I told them that we, 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 I couldn't take that no more, they had one attempt. This is the first attempt in the Barbara's relationship. They had one attempt where they tried to commit suicide. So we had the Baker Act, send her to get evaluated. She's supposed to be on medication. Doctors didn't follow through or nothing like that. Had to deal with that. And then when I said, well, if you're not going to help yourself, I'm not going to be in this relationship. I'm going to go ahead and file for a divorce. That happened. That conversation was March 27th. By March 28th, 2001, she basically put on her wedding dress, took an orange stitch of cord, went out to the yard in a tree and hung herself. And I'm talking about this story because people still forget to talk about mental health in other people of color. People of color are more into you just need to get find something to do, find a hobby or in the church world. Oh, just pray about it. And they still are struggling. So I'm talking about 21 years later, I still to this day, I push for people to work through get counseling versus always medicine to work through the issues because mental health is a real thing and it's something that you just don't pray away, hobby away, work out away. You got to work through it. What y'all got to say? I mean, it's the truth, man. Um, Mental illness is something that is a real thing. There's not nothing bogus that, that was just made up. It's, it's legitly a real thing. It's something that actually exists. It's it's something that needs to be taken more seriously and should be provided more funding. Cause the thing is, is that if you look at where we live, we're not there's no money being put into mental health. Correct. And and that creates huge issues. Things that 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 services need to be provided, especially neighborhoods that need those services the most, is considered something that's a luxury that only people that have the money to afford it can get. It's and to me, it's, it's it's one of those things that's absurd when you look at it because there's plenty of evidence to show that this is the real thing. There's even 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 not even the scientific standpoint, like the, the thing that every religion really talks about. It's in a way, in 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 a in a in a subtle way, they are addressing issues of mental health, guilt, or grief, or whatever the case might be. If you want to look at it from a clinical standpoint, are signs of depression. Uh, yeah, I know. I, well, my doctorate degree is in Christian counseling, and I'm also actually getting the paperwork to go to pursue crisis counseling. I'm getting ready to pursue that degree as well, because Christian counseling, I'm getting you through your day-to-day, but I got to know how to reach people when they're in crisis, and reaching people in crisis is different than versus me working through a situation that you are aware of and it's not at a point where you feel like your life is at threatened uh, at stake at that point it's just that I got to start working through or the situations or how somebody mistreated you or, or looked at you unfairly unjustly I, that's the area I've already got backing in but the person that's 
getting ready to jump off the bridge, or the person who's got the pills lined up, getting ready to take it, the one who got the gun in their hand and is cocked and ready to blow their brains out. I'm looking to explore and to get more into that because, you know, mental health in all areas of all people, they need the help. Seriously. Any feedback back? No, I was just talking about this with uh, my two brothers. We were just on the phone the other night. And we were, this is this came up, but I was telling them. I said, "You know, you know me. I'm not all for people having pills unless they need pills. Like you know that about me is the pills are not Correct. always the answer. And if us as a country and even worldwide would take mental health as serious as." some of these other things that we take serious, we'd probably get somewhere. But, you know, usually when I'm not defending like anybody that has shot up anything or anything, but my thing is, you know, a lot of them do have mental health and a lot of them have been bullied or have gone through some sort of experience and they get no help for it. And, you know, it's, we need to take consideration that mental health, like you guys were saying is real and you know, we need to get them out there and we need to provide help because right now mental health is not a priority to the United States. And we're starting to see that is we say, Oh, they're crazy. They're this, they're that it's no people have been through a lot and they need to talk it out or they need the professional help. And, you know, we have yet to figure we don't do that. And it and it's it is a big problem. And I think it's going to continually get worse because we don't put an emphasis on it. Yeah. A lot of times with mental health, that's what's the saying. We kill, we put band-aids on bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. And we got to do something better. What I'm my little part. Key word, I say little part is me going getting, uh, you know, better trained because this it will be, a, I will have a practice of counseling and I want to be able in all areas, especially the health, because with the mental health, a lot of times mental health leads to addictions. And we're trying to yep. be proactive about things. And unfortunately, where we all have been employed that and all of this does not always see that. And that makes it the sad part because it's part of the state of Florida and we don't see it in the portraits. I agree. Any final thoughts, Jay? No, not that was already been said, man. It's just the truth. It's, it's, it's almost as if like they try to politicize this or if not, they just don't, not trying to allocate funds on this. But if this was... If, if if mental health illness was was considered to be I don't know um, a threat to national security, there will be billions upon billions of dollars dumped on it, and nobody will ever even and there will never even be any oversight on where the funds is going. But priorities, I guess. Yeah, closing thoughts, Zach, on today. No, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. What days are we looking forward to with this? The the sixteenth. That's April. What? Sixteen. The championship is April. No, it's Saturday. Okay. So sometime, sometime next week. I'm not sure of the complete okay, date. So keep a lookout this week. 
and then we know definitely April is <laughs> going to be the yeah definitely April. I mean, and then like the women's championship is going on too. Yeah, uh, I think third final four is like the second and third of April. I could be wrong, but I think that's what just came on the TV. Moving a lot faster than I thought. Okay, all right. So I we appreciate everyone tuning in to when I made for ones podcast we thank you for taking time to listen to our, our points of view our perspective on different topics and always make sure you take the time to always educate yourself and we will see y'all the next time and we're out cheers y'all you have a great weekend <laughs> i didn't know right. what else to say but cheers <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. all right all right later later, later. Hey, and welcome back to Real Not Made For Everyone podcast with a quick minute with our Florida boy, country boy, Zach. You? So, I don't know why you made that sound, but anyway. <laughs> so, lately in the news and stuff that's going on between multiple shows and it's always going back to something about race. So, here's a couple of questions for you. It says... I tell people he's black, he's just light skinned. <laughs> light skinned brother. <laughs> I'm just saying that because as as scientists we always say we all come from the same people. Say two people begin to multi and spread across the world. So let's start with Megan Marco. Do you feel cause basically she said she felt racism about her mental health concerns and what her child would be considered or think. She felt those two points where it felt racist. Now she said the rest of the stuff was just a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. But her concerns about her mental health, it was she was treated differently because of she was not considered European descent. Let's say it like that. Um... Yeah, I've talked to plenty of people about this. I think, personally, it did come down to racism. Because if you think, the royal family has always been the white nothing. There's They've never come to a part where there is a potential new color coming into the family. And when I was listening to it, to me, it was no surprise just knowing how people of power and being white act mm-hmm. and knowing that there was a potential mixed race coming in and potentially a part of the royal family being mixed race, it didn't surprise me at all. And I do think she got a lot different treatment than Kate. Kate Middleton. Who is mm-hmm. white, you know, is... Basically, white European descent. White European descent. And I think the mental, they have such an image over in the royal family. Is, I don't know if the mental was the whole race thing. I think think it was a factor. But my thing was, is you have such a role to play within the royal family. And to say that you have a mental illness or mental you're going crazy is going to make the royal family look bad 
I get that. I get that. I get that. One hundred percent because you know about public, uh, public image and mm-hmm. all that. But my thing is, coming to someone where they could have actually handled it a different way because I don't believe she was the first person, and believe it or not, you know. It, Harry's mom talked about in some of her interviews of the mental stress mm-hmm. of the things. She said how she tried to throw down the, herself down the stairs. Yeah. So it's it, it's a fact, and it just got magnified when it was not just that she was European descent, but she was an American, self-made, coming into. Mm-hmm. So that makes it different because Diana always taught her children differently than the royals always taught them to treat people always to love all people and everything and I was always taught to do that mm-hmm. and now you got one who followed more after his father William and you got one following more after his mom Harry and Harry they've always said he's more like Diana yeah and to the point where he didn't traditionally go with the royal family, like the traditions and this and that, he was a lot like Diana. But, and he even said it in the interview that he, they're trapped. They're trapped in this image, and they're going to continue to be trapped until they can get out. Like, remember, he was considered the bad boy because exactly he would, he would go do almost things that normal people do, but yeah. he wasn't doing stuff like his, like his, uh, other family member mm-hmm. connected with Jeffrey Epstein and Gavin Maxwell. He wasn't doing those things, but you she know, she was being what we consider a normal twenty-one year old, twenty-one year old doing doing, doing it, doing. and just like his mom. Yeah, you know, she got criticized for certain stuff. It's he was, but when you're part of the royal family, you have, and he was talking about it. You have this image that you get stuck in. And you can't do the things. And, you know, the thing that shocked me with that whole thing is um, they lost their whole protection from the security. And I had a problem with that. Knowing that he may not be an active role, he is still connected to that family. And they can, somebody could still use him as a threat to that family by trying to do something different. And and they brought that up, and I think that part of it had to do with the race, because they didn't want to protect Archie. I think is his name, yes. because he is going to be biracial. What he's really not in it. it, it in I that don't. Sense, I didn't. I didn't want to go bring this up in this, but yeah, I understand the the Supreme Court justice about separate but equal the trial mm-hmm. that makes it Plessy versus Ferguson. Plessy was only one-eighth black. He did not look black. He did not have appearance being black, but he was considered black. So my thing is, why are you worried about what he looks like? Because uh, Megan Marco was barely looking like a black woman as yeah. the projection what they think they do. Actually, black women is a very wide hue of color it and is. facial features and everything. So you really can't box them in mm-hmm. to the to the to the one extreme or the middle extreme. You can't really do it because they <laughs> Yeah, I many. think that part 
and for whatever reason is like I understand the image is, but I do believe that if the queen was not alive, there would have been a lot more to come out on that because he said he had great respect for but, the queen. But according to them, remember they said they had good relation. Both of them said mm-hmm. with the queen, so. It lets me know it's about the whole people who working the image that they try to keep the queen looking a certain way. Exactly, is really behind it, not necessarily her. And I, I, I'm not. This is my personal mm-hmm. opinion. I believe his father had a lot to say about things, even though Harry has always been treated as despair. Mm-hmm. Just to, and his other nieces and nephews would come before him. Yeah. In the lineup of who become king or queen. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why y'all even worry about yeah. what I'm doing? Exactly. And I'm uh and I also think his brother William had a lot to say in it. Yeah, his brother had a lot to say in it, but when we find out your brother still was cheating on his wife after she had three children, boom, you know, there's a lot of stuff going I mean, on. There is a lot that you know, and I says that's why I say if the queen was not Alive, there would have been a lot more to come out. I'm gonna put this out there and we'll go to the next one. The queen could have stepped down and gave the crown to Charles. Yeah, she hasn't. He's the oldest prince next in line living, and that. At the rate going, we don't we don't know if he would even be in a place to be able to reign as king. It looked like she's trying to set it up that Williams becomes king. Toast. That's what it looks Toast. like. That's what it's. That's what because everybody's he's, been saying for a while because he's technically the next youngest in line, and he, like he's grown for it. Yeah, and you know he has that image, and him and Kate have had that image, and. It's like they're grooming them, but yeah, that's, yeah. Moving on, the next one. The next one kind of is disturbing to me. So we're talking about Sharon Osborne Mm -hmm. and Cheryl Underwood. When they were asking about how she spoke up and said that Pierce Morgan was her friend. And when they ask her how to um, show that you so much friend but still can correct them and not support them in their wrongdoing, she got offended and said she's not racist. Here's my personal opinion. Anytime you have to say that I'm not racist, <laughs> you're racist. Uh, because I, I agree you, with because, that. Because if you're not saying you're racist, your actions show that you're not. The way you move around day to day shows that. So, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> I believe what you say. If you have to say, hey, that if you're doing something back, yo, I'm not racist, you're already right there setting yourself up to fail. It's just like certain people that we know that say they know people. And they, they talk about how they know people, but in reality, you're not going to talk about it. That's the same thing, like, oh, I'm not racist. And they, they don't say anything. Like, it's, oh, I have a black friend, I'm not racist. But Zach, you and I know 
I mean, both of us are different backgrounds, but similarly being raised, mm-hmm. we were always told to respect all people, no matter color, culture, religion. Respect all. Mm-hmm. How do you, if we taught that and we understand that, we don't focus on race. We see it because mm-hmm. you're just human. You can see, duh. But we, yeah. that's not an area we focus on. We focus on your character more than anything to know if I want to hang around you or not hang around you. <laughs> yeah, you know, going back to the whole like your friend says something, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a little break in there, and we're back. Um, so we was was talking about different things with race. We talked about Marco, Megan Marco. We talked about a little bit Sharon Stone. Is that Sharon Stone? God gracious, Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> we made a comment. Had to say, I mean, you have to say you're not racist. You're uh-huh. racist. We talked about that, and then, then let's talk about the Bachelor and. <laughs> He actually chose the one who had the pictures of Southern time the during the conversion through like the Confederate when, you know, slavery mm-hmm. was. And he actually chose the person and then dumped the person. Yes, it was. It was. My, my thing is. I think The Bachelor, first off, it's what a lot of the producers want because you know the I think Chris whatever his Chris name, Harrison Chris Harrison got in trouble um I think the producers do a lot of what they want to be because you know it's a reality show pretty much as much as people don't want to hear that it is a reality show yeah and it it goes to show that you know it happened a, f- a few years ago but to me she was just saying sorry because she got caught. Not that she meant it and everything. And I understand where Matt was coming from about, uh, you know, I can't forgive you, this and that. And it just felt like to me, because she was like smiling, like when she saw him and this and that. And, you know, she was scared. To me, it just wasn't like a sincere apology to the fact where it was you're sorry for what you did and you're going to learn from it. It was a, I'm going to say sorry. I'm going to say sorry because it's the right thing to do because I'm on TV now and I got caught and there's no going away because with those sororities and fraternities, when you're in the South, those type of things are strong strong and they know what they are doing. Oh yeah. And you know, she claims, Oh, well back in the, I had no excuse and this and that, and it's, you know, I was just taking pictures with my friends, but, and you know, that's, that's another thing. If you know your, your formal or whatever, or you have a theme, like Greek theme or whatever, and it's going to be racist, and you know the story behind it, and you're still going, hey, you know, I'm going to do it. To me, I would have been like, yo, why are we even doing this? Like, we, we know it's not right. Well, that's like the episode with uh, Golden Girls. On the show we watch. <laughs> yeah. With Blanche. With the Daughters of Confederacy. Yes. And, and it, you know, they had the face of things. Another episode, Dorothy and her, her bougie friend that wouldn't let somebody into a clubhouse because the man was Jewish. 
and it, and it shows that racism is not just color. It can be cultural. Yeah, cultural, and I don't think people, like, realize that. And, you know, James is like, I love you, and I still do all this. And, you know, I, I don't really think you did because if you're willing to go through all that, what they went through with The Bachelor, and it comes out, and because he goes, I want to stay behind you and watch you grow, but if you really love someone and they make a mistake, and I understand that's a big mistake, and, you know, and... But all he could have said was, hey, I'm going to watch you grow maybe in the future. Well, I will say this. If you uh, truly have love for someone on any level, whether platonic, brotherly, Euro, romantic, whatever it is, if you truly love the person they have done wrong, they have to address the wrong and you have to say, I stand with you, but I'm telling you you're mm-hmm. wrong. That's why I said, these people who won't tell somebody that they're wrong, that means they, right, they ain't got no love for you. They got to go preacher mode. The Bible says he chases the one he loves. Mm-hmm. So if he loves you, he's going to correct you and make sure you stay in the right standing. Yeah. So if you're a friend or anybody, brother, sister, whatever it is, if you love the person, you don't support them in their wrongdoing. You let them know they're wrong. Yeah. So if he had real love, he could still be there for that poor person, but let them know they're wrong. Let them begin to learn and grow and mature. Yeah, and you know that, that that's the one thing I said. I said if you, and she was like, I'm willing to learn. And you know he could have, just like Chris could, whatever he said, he could have phrased it a whole lot different. Is I don't think that what he said came out right. And his, I think he was trying to phrase it one way and it came out another way. And that's why they always say, choose your words. Yes, wisely. and it was and because I think he was, he wasn't defending it, but it came out that way. And because the way he worded it, it sounded like he was. And like, I understand what he was saying, but you just worded that completely different than what people wanted to hear because it sounded legit like he wanted, he was defending her. And you know, if, and my thing is, is I don't think Matt, I think that's his name, right? Matt James or whatever. No, we're really not in these shows. We're just know. talking about these scenarios. But uh, things all play. I am saying is I don't really think it was love because it's not like he was, he didn't get do down you, on the one knees. He wanted you, to find the truth. He wanted to find the truth of everybody and continue dating her. And then he found out the truth and it was like, that's why I wanted to continue dating to make sure that who I was going to marry was the right person. But also, I'll also say this. I mean, let, him, let him work on himself just a little bit more before he talking about marriage. Exactly. And I, that, that's the way I'm going to generalize it mm-hmm. because I could, my, I could give another delivery that could offend him. But if I said you're getting to continue to learn yourself yeah. and grow, you'll understand that because you yeah. will know what's going on in your own personal life and your thought pattern and everything, mm-hmm. how your life is going versus me telling you what you need to work on. Yeah, and the backstory of him getting on The Bachelor is he didn't audition for it. Is he didn't want to be on it. They brought him because he knew one of the other bachelorettes. So he was kind of like brought into it. And then you have the whole pressure of being the first black 
bachelor, so he had like all this pressure, and it's like it's not like something like, and I feel for him for the fact that, you know, the people that have been on the show, that's usually where they bring them back, is because they've been through the process. They they know what to expect. Him, they kind of just blindside. Hey, you're going in, and you know he was too emotional for me. And I, I had to admit, I didn't watch the show. So and the only reason I, I, I watched it because my I'll, girlfriend. I take your word for it. And it was, and I was <laughs> over here going, yo, calm down. And like one minute he's like here, next minute he's there. And I'm just like, dude, I can't with this guy. Like he is all so, over the place. So like I was saying, I'm not into the show now, but you need to work on, take this time to work on you and because you've got other things going. If you can show your emotions flipping from that area to that area and that area. Yeah. You have some things that you got to work on. And just work on that. Work on that so you and become where, the whole person. Yeah, and that's where I gained respect for him because he didn't go along with the engagement. He goes, you know, I'm going to be truthful for you. And, you know, I'm all about truth is he goes, this is, I just don't see it working out. And, you know, and instead of just saying, hey, I'm going to put a ring on your finger because that's the right thing to do on the show. He he sat down and it was hard for both of them, and I gained respect for him for that. But now that thing, I think I think I would have to Google it to verify. But I think it's been a couple of bastards that did not propose. One gave like a promise ring. One gave something to say. You know, I think I don't. I'm not one hundred. I'm not one hundred. Yeah, there's been there's been times where. From what my girlfriend has told me and from what I've heard, like, if they're going through high school and college or whatever is, there are times when the bachelorette and the bachelor don't propose to anybody or they don't get along with, they don't go with anybody. Or a lot of them end up, and then after the show, because, you know, it's already pre-recorded, they're not even with them anymore. Or just like this, he wanted to date to get to know her better and all this other stuff. My girlfriend said that has happened before. Okay, so then that means, it, and why does it have to be? Is, and and you know, it's and even it was funny because who was it? Neil Lane, I think it was the diamond, the okay, yeah. the ring. He even came in, and that's where the rings were from. And uh, he was saying, "Love is a commitment." He goes, "It is something that you're gonna give a ring to." He goes, "If you're not ready for it, don't do it." Sure. And he goes. You know, he goes, it's it's a process. It is a process. And I was like, him coming over here, and it, like he just didn't want to like sell a ring. But the other thing I learned from it is, it, if throughout this whole process is we know what gets taught in history class. It's not, it's only black and white. It's we don't know the whole backstories of a it's, lot of things, and slavery is one of them. It's we white watch. We don't know a lot of it. We know the basics, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, you know, all the... So basically, just make sure, I'm going to make sure I'm here, mm-hmm. right? You're saying basically it's not a, enough education to properly make clear decisions on what this different culture or... Uh, race of people mm-hmm. may be doing because we get sound bites or snapshots of yeah, not understanding this the is whole, what it is and that's whole, it. whole process. So I'm going to throw this out there. The uh, Representative Johnson, but he said he was not 
afraid of the insurrection that happened on January 6th. He said that didn't scare him, them invading the uh, Capitol. But he said if uh, Black Lives Matter came in there protesting that, then he would be scared for his life. And you, what does that say? Yeah, you no, know, it's funny because you have these people that raid and they have like automatic rifles and all this other stuff as if that doesn't scare you. I don't care what color you are. That's going to scare the shit out of me. I don't care who you are. I'm just putting that And I said, that, whether that, you're black, white, right, Asian, it, blue. It didn't I, matter. It's just that level of force, the level of terror, the level of what you're coming in. An insurrection does not mean it's based on a group of people, whether their ethnicity or their culture. It's based on the motive of what they're doing. It has nothing to do with the very color of their skin. Yeah. It has to do with their motive of what they want to do and what they're trying to do. They were trying. They were not trying to necessarily go after, you could say, black leaders. So we couldn't say it's about that. Yeah, there it was. It was literally about them wanting to take over to make sure a specific person stayed in office. Yeah. And had, that had nothing to do with the color at the time because exactly. So yeah. so when he makes that statement, if it was this uh, Black Lives Matter and then Black Lives Matter protests, you had a high percent of the protesters just protesting out there as the as their Constitution amendment was. Yeah. I know they had situations where other groups came in mm-hmm. to try to taint the the whole movement and you and all kind of other things. That did happen, but it, the whole basis of it, let's get back to the one-on-one, Black Lives Matter was talking about black trans sexuals, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I hope I'm not saying this wrong. Something along those lines. The, that they were getting killed and nobody was paying attention yeah. like their lives did not matter. Mm-hmm. So it came to Black Lives Matter. Not saying only black lives matter mm-hmm. only this matter only that matter it said we matter because we're part of this country we're part of this united states and we should matter we should not be counted out as slaughter we mm-hmm. should be counted and that's basically what it is it's not to say that black life might make all other groups of people less than it's just that hey we still matter that's yeah. that's that's like telling telling a woman in a, in a male dominated field that she doesn't matter when she says she does matter. It's like, oh, your own one matter. The rest of us don't matter. No, she's letting you know. And all this work I do, I still matter too. Yeah, and I'm gonna go off. <laughs> you know, because I've been hesitant not to say this, but like. You know, for I'm gonna speak for like the white people. It's I mean, it's not bad. It's you know, and some of them say, oh, we can't teach you. You're going to have to learn yourself. And to me, is how are you supposed to teach it to yourself if you've never been through it? Is some, like, with me, and I'm like, then why don't you guys teach me? I said, and I said, because I've never been through it. I said, so how am I supposed to teach myself if I've never been through that? I said, so if I'm going to fight and fight this fight, I said, I don't want to go up there looking like a complete idiot. I know what I'm talking about. And I said, you know, it's... So you want to be educated on... If you're joining a movement or a cause, you want, want, to, yeah. you want to know what you're talking about and be talking about yes. properly And Because if I'm going to go up there and I'm not going to know what it's about, and it's... it's and I think so many, people, and so many people are in this position and they say, if you're not speaking, it's... 
we're not speaking is because we don't know what to say. You guys have, like, black people have said it. We haven't been through it. You're right. We haven't. Well, then, here's one thing. I will tell you as a black person. I want you to understand. First part is to understand this before we start really educating. Mm-hmm. Have the empathy. Yeah. So then once you get down the empathy of understanding the struggles and stuff like that, then then once you understand empathy, then when you get the information, then you can go to the next thing. When you have the information, you get to the knowledge. Of yeah. It. And then once you have knowledge, you have the wisdom of what to do and yeah, how to you do. Know. But, you, but somebody has to come to you first to tell you, you don't understand, you have empathy. Just put this in thought. And I think the best depiction of it I've seen in the movie industry it was a Time to Kill. It's with Samuel Jackson, Matthew McConaughey, and when he played when his Samuel Jackson daughter got raped. And he I gave his quote and the closing argument, he described the whole thing how the girl was looking, feeling, and had been treated. And said, Take it out your man, imagine that she was white instead of man she was black. Exactly. You know, Give them a point of having the empathy how yeah. to look at. And that's the first thing because if somebody can just talk to you and you first understand empathy, the rest of the stuff would just start yeah, falling in line. It just baffles my mind that we're, we still have issues like racism and like well, women getting equal rights and I don't agree with everything that goes on with what we're seeing with the LGBT. I don't support it, but I'm not going to treat you any differently in the fact that... Let's, let's look at that phrase and say, what do you mean you don't support it? Are you saying I, you're not a supported from your... From what religion? I've been raised up to, like the Catholic religion... The, that's is how that, much you, that's how much, I'm that's not, what you and educate. People criticize me for no. I told you to educate the listener because I don't want them to thinking yes. Uh, like we said, choice of words. words. So I want you to make sure you what you're saying Coming is educated. From, <laughs> that I believe a man should be with a man and woman should be with or a man should be with a woman. Uh, or, so the basically you you're looking at what is considered um, natural. Yeah, natural, and you know, I'm not saying it, that, but you're not here to say. You can't love who you, love. who you don't love. Just okay, and I'm like, because I've known plenty of bisexuals, lesbians, transgenders, gays, and you know, and just like with straight people, I've had good experience, I've had bad experience, I've had friends, and I said, you know, and I tell them straight up, hey, I don't really go that way, and they, and they, okay, that's cool, I'm not really looking for that, and a lot of them say you're not my type, anyways, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, you know, I have like. We've, I've vibed with them and, you know, I've partied with them. I mean, they're, they're some of the coolest people. I'd rather that, hang out with them because they know how to ha- have fun. But the, the, the key words you said, they're people. And now I think society has made people focus on just what they like doing in their bedroom. Now, yeah. one people, I'm, I ain't with all the flamboyances. I'm not with all the extra. Because I, I, I'm a chill lay person. So, whether you preference to be considered heterosexual, homosexual, mm-hmm. non binding, um, transgender, whatever you consider yourself is, if you really wild and out there over the, I'm not going to be able to vibe with you. I'm a chill laid back person. So, yeah. if you're a chill laid back person, I can. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, we had discussed a long time ago. 
I'm gonna say like when you first start, we start first working the same industry, that I'm gonna treat you like a person. You treat me like a person. We'll treat you like a human being, and exactly. we good to go. I don't have to know every detail of your bedroom behavior, and yeah, you ain't got to know mine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just, just as as people to learn to respect, disrespect, disrespect people. It's like it's disrespect them. I like. I understand. Like, you may not agree with their life. You may not agree with their life changes or what they're going through. But I'm like, why are you gonna treat them any differently because they don't agree with what you? Know? And when I say I'm Catholic. I'm not going to say I go to church every Sunday, this and that. I have the Catholic views as if what I got grown up. I'm kind of growing out of them because life is just- life. Is, I'm growing up and I'm learning to do my own thing. I'm not going to say I'm a religious person. I pray to God, but I'm not going to say I go. I sit here and read the Bible and go to church every Sunday. And that's not who I am. And when I mean Catholic, it's just that's how I got raised up. And, you know, just that's, that's your foundation. That's it's my foundation. And, you know, I've learned to experience things and take granted and accept people more than what a lot of people have is because uh, I really don't care. Like, if you're going to treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect. If you don't treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you the same way. Okay. And, and, you know, a lot of history needs to change. Like what gets taught and like the rules of the United States, but that's for another time. Yeah, because that that's that's a real deep discussion yeah. on being a former educator. What is correct information teaching versus what is a uh, facade? What needs to be learned for being mm-hmm. here? Well, after just a little chit chat discussion with our Florida boy today, Mr. Zach. It is, this is Prophet and I'll just signing off on thank you for tuning in to We're Not Made for Everyone's podcast. And hopefully Thank you for we, having we, me. Oh yeah, hopefully I'm looking forward to having another discussion with all of us. Jay, you and myself. It's gonna have fun. Until next time. Hey, welcome back. We're not made for everyone's podcast today. Oh, we got on here today. We got our Florida boy on here. Our good sport commentator, Zach, on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we also got... (laughs) 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 Always bring a great... Point of view. I'm just say he gives a point point of view because he gives a wide perspective on different things and different topics. Let's welcome back Jay. How's it going, everyone? And everybody know who this is. This is the prophet. This is Charles, and we're getting ready to get into some topics. So let's talk about what's going on now. Ha! So most of you have known that Georgia was trying to make. It very hard for blacks and anybody of economical status, very challenging for them to vote. So they signed into law this week alone that it makes it harder for you to do early voting. It makes you harder to do mail-in voting. And people cannot provide you for a snack or give you water if they're not part of the poll workers or the election workers at the site. Can't do that. So that's what they put out there now. 
Now tell me, either one of y'all go first. Tell me what, how y'all feel about that. I'll let Jason go first. All right, Jay, go. All right. Well, I will go first with that one then. Go ahead. Well, I have looked into it and I've seen it. I it it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I mean, if Georgia would have gone the opposite way, we probably wouldn't even be sitting here talking about it. But yeah, that's yeah. that's beside the point. It's we're just trying to make it harder for certain people to become a no water. I just don't understand the mail-in va- ballots. It's everybody made a big deal about that, but during the campaign, Trump told his people not to do the mail-in ballots. That was not his biggest issue. That was Biden's. And I don't understand how everybody was making a big deal about how Biden got all the mail-in ballots. Well, yeah, he did because he encouraged them because we were in a pandemic. Instead of waiting in the line to make it, I guess, somewhat safer, and he encouraged it so we wouldn't all be clumped up and we had to do safety protocols with the pandemic. And we did it. But it's like water and food and all that. I just think it's getting out of hand to be completely honest. This is ridiculous what we have to go through and how we have to set, make up laws so certain people can't uh, vote or have the right to vote. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It's if it would have gone the other way, like I said, we would have been in a whole, this wouldn't even be a problem. And to piggyback on that one, I just think, right, exactly what you're saying. I just think it's absurd. How, how are you going to make this a law that you cannot provide snacks on a ballot line? Where's the rationale behind that? That doesn't make sense. It really my, don't. It's, it's... Okay, yeah, keep talking, Jay. No, I'm just saying it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, 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 like who, who, like the tax dollars is being wasted, time is being wasted on an issue that's not even an issue. People actually got together to discuss this. They, they got together to discuss it. Party lines only approved it, and they signed it in private. So that makes it look kind of <clears throat> already off. So I'm gonna just tell you this: most of you, both of you, know who who are on here with me. I'm in a in the middle of a challenge of being diabetic. If I have to go somewhere. And I'm projecting this much time, so I should be okay. But if it takes almost twice as long and that my sugar levels get affected, I'm going to need a snack. I'm going to need some water. And I have to wait till I get one of the officials who are closer to the building while I'm in the back of the line where there's no officials at. I have to wait for them so I can literally pass out, have a attack going to a diabetic coma because I have to wait on officials who are closer to the front of the line. What sense that make? You provided me a snack or some water does not sway me from voting Democratic, Independence, or Republican. So what's the point of even even trying to bring that up and put that in into law? Listen, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's clearly, it's it's clearly a personal attack on 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 certain on certain constituents. Is nobody's agrees with that? 
Because to me, that is, that's obvious. It's voter suppression at the most obvious, brazen manner. Nobody could say, all right, this, this, this bill definitely makes sense. Nobody in their right minds could agree with it. Who, who, who's in favor of this? <laughs> Seriously, who's in favor of this? Uh, you know what? It, the scary part is there's probably a lot of people for this. Not necessarily. There this is my little my little research on it, Zach, because I kind of thought the same thing. To my research, slapped me in my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not a lot of people who are supporting this. It's only that group who wants to try to secure their their position in public office, being elected officials. You have the other people out there who are are well to do, that lives in areas that are pretty expensive in Georgia, are not in that much support of it because it actually puts them in a difficult place to vote because they sometimes sometimes of uh, people of a uh, lighter complexion. You know that's how I say it. Out of complexion, don't like to be in those lines. They like to mail their stuff in and call it a day so I don't have to be around other people. They don't like to be around local, lower economic status people or poverty people level. They don't like to be around, so they mail their stuff in. Or they like to be traveling the world, don't have to worry about it. I mail my stuff in, so I don't have to worry about being in lines while I'm traveling the world. They're not really in support of it. That's why I say it kind of slapped me in my face because you know, one of the things where I guess they do it because you know they, they're the considered light-skinned Republicans and got a mindset. Nope. It's only those ones who are in official offices that's been elected that want to keep their so-called position doing this foolishness. So, it's not always what it looks like. We got to go deeper into the book. Mm-hmm. True, true. But it's just it's just the level of absurdity, man. It's just it's just crazy to me, man. And and, and trust me, it's not gonna I don't think it's gonna get any real traction. People are gonna be like, nah, this is unconstitutional, and then they're gonna knock it down. Yeah, because they're already I think it's three current lawsuits up against it right now. Currently, right now. I don't know how many more are being put into it, but currently right now, three lawsuits. And it could be as simple as if you were that afraid. Of losing your position in public office, do your freaking job. That's that's my thing for here in Florida. Give give me a good segue to go to Florida. Um, here in Florida, we 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 are facing other things because people want to try to secure their that position in office. Um, let's look at the protesting new bill that they're trying to present. Have any of y'all heard of it? No, I have not. Okay, let me give you some background on it. So, the Santos, or the Santos, whatever way you pronounce it, whatever, because it's two different ways to pronounce it according to where you come from, has uh, a bill out there presenting ways to control protesting. There are ways of holding third degree level offenses. For protesting, if you're blocking traffic or you are disrupting whatever the public is. And then also in this bill, they are allowing any of the business owners to protect their business at any cost, even be able to fire a gun or shoot someone, possibly kill them in order to protect their business. 
this is what's in the bill. And also that the police don't have full say and full control over what's being done because he's not going to support them in the budget on this matter. That sounds like a law that would have been passed in the early 1900s, late 1800s. What, what, Jim Crow. What, what, Jim Crow <laughs> 2.0. Just call it that, Jay. It is fine. We, we all know each other on this, on this podcast enough to know that we're not speaking nothing against either one of us and not ethnic backgrounds. Jim Crow was, it was a white supremacy, whitewashed thing to keep people of certain groups and economical levels too suppressed. So it's just not always a black thing or color thing. It's about economics too. It's about keeping you bound. Oh, Lord. It's, it's, it's always been an economical thing when you think about it because it wasn't, it wasn't until later on when they decided to say, okay, you don't have to own land to vote. And there's always been a way to keep keep the rich people in power, because if, it's, if, it's, if this was truly a, a nation that revolved around everyone and everybody that's a citizen, why is it that it makes certain citizens more difficult to attain the same level of respect or the same say or even the same appreciation as the next? It's always been a matter of finances, man. It's always been the rich keeping their power and influence among those of lesser of lesser um, privileges. That's always been the case. True. True. So, so um, when we think about this, it's a bill right now, not a law. It's a bill. It's thinking about this, that in our First Amendments, we have the right to what? Freedom of speech, religion, uh-huh. congregation, press, and... Petition to agree uh, in the government things regarding that. So we're signing that. So, but in that thing, say the right to peacefully assemble, protest something, right to do it. It is a First Amendment right. So, how do we try to create a bill within a state when you have your federal laws that can supersede it and they're trying to create it? Now, what, 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 what what's going on with that? So you, you, you want to contradict what the quote unquote founding mem- founding elements of this this country is 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 built on, because you want it a certain way. You don't want Black Lives Matters to protest and be able to cause. But here's the thing: every time I've seen them, they are not always blocking roads. They're mm-hmm. gathering places. And standing in front of places because even when they did in front of the police station in Orlando, they were literally across the street. The police decided to block that certain part of the street so nobody would get hurt. So I'm still I, I can't I can't process this. Hey, it just comes down to the same man. There's some rights, some rights apply to some, and the same rights don't apply to others. White supremacists could have their rally and there will be no issues whatsoever. It is them expressing the First Amendment right. However, when we protest things of police brutality or even assassination, no, you cannot do that. And they always try to equate and they always try to um, match up, sorry, 
Black Lives Matter were, were rioting and, 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 and looting. It's always the case. And they use that narrative so they could say, hey, you can't support this movement. These people are over here are criminals. Well, how are they criminals unless you make them a criminal? And that goes right back to what was going on in the civil rights movement. <laughs> I mean, the, the, for us to protest, basically, we were seeing something was wrong and bringing it to light. And that's all we're doing. It's not about trying to cause harm to anyone. Yeah, but they don't, you know, when the thing is, is this, it's if, if you, you, it's true what you said, you can't really stop somebody's First Amendment rights, but you can defame them. You can ruin their credibility and label them a certain way. And some people will buy it without even taking the time to understand it. Yeah, because when women's rights came along, they protested, correct? Yes. Under under the false narrative of saying who's going to take care of the kids and they try to and they try to use um um religious scriptures as a way to as a way to pretty much um discredit them. And so on and so forth. So it, it goes back to that saying, whenever there's a group of people that are marginalized or a group of people that are oppressed, they are always going to take the direction in another way so they could keep them oppressed. Correct. But uh, that's that's the crazy thing I'm trying to figure out is when you come up with these stipulations thinking only of one group, Black Lives Matter, and not thinking of any other groups or anything that somebody, what's somebody protest about proper health care? Are you going to try to give them the same stipulations with this bill that they're trying to push through that you can't block traffic, you can't do this? If somebody feels they, they're, they're being... Uh, threaten, they could kill. So basically, let me put, let me, let me even take a step back. When they're protesting pro life, thank you, pro life, and you're protesting that, are you going to make them follow the same criteria? Even though that you're saying that you're about pro life, the governor of, of Florida, I'm not going to talk about no other state because I don't live there yet. But as in the state of Florida, when you're trying to be pro-life and you out there protesting and you could be blocking roads and the people that's inside the clinic can be feel threatened and they could kill, how would you feel? Zach, you got anything to chime in on this one? No, all I was going to say is, uh, Charles was just bringing it up, is are they going to treat all protests the same? That's exactly what I was going to say because, you know, it's he went into different ones, but I'm waiting until how long it takes for one protest to have different rules than the other protest. And then a protest has it's getting treated different, just like we're seeing now. It's we typically do one like the Black Black Lives Matter movement where everybody's seen it as negative, but then you have the people that. I guess you can say it was a protest, what they did in the, the Capitol. Insurrection? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but my thing is this, and even when, uh, like, what they did at the Capitol would be a lot worse to me than what the Black Lives Matters were doing. And they didn't get treated nearly as bad 
as people marching the streets, standing up for what they believe in, but we can go in with machine guns and all this other stuff, threatening and stealing documents of people, and it's a slap on the wrist. So that's why I was saying, is it going to be the same for every protest that's, that the people of Florida are going to do, or is it just they pick and choose who they want? You know the answer to that one, Zach. Exactly. And, that's what I'm saying is, <laughs> and I said, it sounds good what he's saying, and but we can all read between the lines. It's going to be the same as it always is. Let's make it sound good, and then let's read between the lines. And I, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me that the freedom of speech, and then we get certain people have it, certain people don't, but. I mean, if they're going to treat every protest the same, then I'm all for it. But if they're not going to, then why why even say anything? <laughs> well said. True. I, I, Let's just tell Say that again. That's just how I feel about it. It just doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, it's the world we live in today. It's sad. Well, we're saying it doesn't make sense because we already know if we think about something and we're going to be fair, we're going to be just, we have to think mm-hmm. about all groups and their abilities to protest. And when they're protesting, we're talking about their peaceful assembly because they don't go in. Because here's something, we really look at statistics and really understand when people protest or peacefully assemble themselves, as the Constitution says in the First Amendment, they don't go in and begin to tear up buildings and set them on fire or anything. A lot of times you get those things to a point where they go to protesting to looting when someone comes up and disrupts the crowd and challenges the crowd or put violence upon that crowd. Then you get a reaction and your reaction a lot of times is looting. Not necessarily standing close, but they will burn something down. But here's the crazy thing. As the Constitution say, peaceful assembly, but the Tea Party, those son of a gun, was not peaceful in what they did. They had violence. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. When you look about things and how things are done, this is what this country has founded and demonstrated and taught. We have learned from what examples that you set before us. But now, if we follow in the example that you set before us, we are considered criminals. We are looters. We are this, we are that. And I'm talking about anybody believing any kind of thing that you're fighting for the rights of people being treated equally. I don't care for Black Lives Matters to women's movement, Me Too movement, all these movements that's going on, that people should be treated fairly and treated correctly and not be disrespected. We're coming from that point. So if you if you get mad that these things are happening, stop letting all these other people come into the peaceful protests the peaceful gathering to, to point out a view and disrupt it because that's what people are doing. They come where the people are trying to get a message across in a peaceful manner and speak and let their voices be heard. But you get people who come in the crowd to do crazy things and that group gets, gets labeled this, labeled that. Seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to be feeling and move on from that. Zach, give us an update on sports. What's going on with the brackets? Uh, the brackets are 
They're starting to even out to where there's not much of a Cinderella team except for one as of right now. Yesterday, number one Baylor beat number one seed Baylor beat Villanova. Arkansas, Charles, this was one of your picks, barely beat Oral Roberts. I believe they beat him by one. <laughs> uh, which I thought you were going to have that as uh, Cinderella that you were continuing, but it didn't happen. Close. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, Cinderella from about two years ago got defeated by Oregon State, who is the Cinderella team as of right now. They are a 12 seed. Uh Houston beat Syracuse pretty easily. Houston's a two seed. And then today the game, the only game that has completed was Gonzaga destroyed Creighton onto the Sweet 16. Gonzaga's a one seed. And right now Michigan is playing Florida State. Michigan's a one seed. Florida State is a four. Uh, Michigan is up. I believe they're still about... 12, 11 minutes left, so plenty of games still to go on. And then the later games are uh, UCLA, who's an 11 seed that would be considered a Cinderella against Alabama, who's a two seed. And then USC, Southern Cal, six seed against Oregon, who is a seven seed. After these next three games get uh, completed, we will have a sweet 16 and then those games will be the final four. And then April 5th will be the national championship. And then other than that, baseball's about to start spring training's getting going. It's about to, I believe it's about to lose sometimes or end sometime soon. Uh, see if the Dodgers can pull the back to back championship or if the Yankees can get over the hill. Or we'll have a Cinderella team, basketball, NBA. Uh, Andre Drummond went to the Nets to join the that stellar team that they keep on getting with Harden and Kyrie. And um, I believe it was Drummond. Uh-oh. Yeah. Kendo, you both have it together better than this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Drummond. <laughs> and then uh, Lakers, if they can get healthy, we'll see what they can do because the Lakers just got – I could be mixing that up because I think the Lakers got Drummond and then the Nets got LaMarcus Aldridge. I think that's what it was. Okay. Lakers got Drummond and then uh, the the Nets got Aldridge. Yeah, I mixed that up. That's exactly what it was. Okay. Aldridge, sir, next time don't be Drum. drinking on the Henny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just the Coke Zero, baby. Coke Zero but with some Henny. That, okay, good. We all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink the Henny. I've already downed the cigar. And... Oh, damn. This guy over here drinking cigars? Oh, I'm sc- nah, man. I think you're done tonight. That's it. You're done for the day. Nah, man, I'm just preparing myself for tomorrow. You know? <laughs> All right, Florida boy, you don't win with red idea. Where are you at? But I got a question, Florida boy, you too, Jay. So yeah. I was reading something about, even with the first topic we were talking about, about how they changed uh, the laws about voting, that are they truly pulling out them playing some games in an, an Atlanta area because of these laws? 
Hmm. Good Did question. I say that again? Oh, yeah. It looks like, I guess, I don't follow baseball, so I don't want to really mess it up. But I believe they're saying that their all-star game, they're usually going to have in Atlanta. They're, they're thinking of moving mm-hmm. it because the Georgia laws with the voting has changed, so they don't want to bring money to the state of Georgia. I have not heard that, but I mean, that's... I ain't heard reading something yeah. I saw that. I'm glad I was in USA Today. Uh, they haven't they haven't uh, made a final decision yet. If they do that, that would be <laughs> right there. That would be. <laughs> I did go. Oh, that's right. They're not in Florida, so they won't have the consequences of Florida people in Florida protesting. Ah, oh, got, 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 got it. It's it's Georgia. <laughs> oh, Lord. Unless they move the All Star game to Florida, they possibly could. I don't. They, that's why I said they haven't. They only missed a little bit of it because I guess it was still up in the air by decision. I guess when they make a decision, they will announce what is what. Man, the thing is, right now, everywhere in the nation is treating is treating Florida like 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 if it's Vegas when it comes out to the whole COVID situation. <laughs> But doggone Florida got the most it got super spreader in areas. Man, we <laughs> got know, night shift. We got n- <laughs> they don't come down here to break that mess even the more. Ah, Zach, me and you can speak on keep that mess away from us as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go through that. Man, they they, they 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 even bring in the next UFC event, um to UFC two sixty one in freaking Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville, and it, they've already sold out fifteen thousand. Yo, it's, <laughs> dude, fifteen thousand. It sold out like within like the first two hours, or some or something ridiculous like that. I think even less than two hours. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because Dana White, you know, he's all about the money. Wow. And he's, I mean, I mean, granted, they had their own like little fight island, but if there's a chance to make money in a state, and he's. I mean, he's going to go to Florida because of our governor, and his governor is going to go all for it. So, but yeah, the open it to 15,000 and it sold out is good luck. I don't know the protocol. I don't know if they have to wear a mask, but I doubt it. I'm pretty sure knowing him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to want them to wear a mask. He say that. If they do, I mean, I'm not going to say, I don't know if like certain, like if there's like a certain group that has uh, vaccines or anything, but the sounds of it is, it got sold out. There was it was just first come first serve tickets, and it got sold out pretty quick. But I would imagine that masks come into a play. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. And you just have a bunch of people sitting around, shoulder to shoulder, just watching people beat the crap out of each other, and that's where COVID's gonna. Nah, I hope I hope Dana White is smart enough not to do that, only because. Only because um, he knows that if he does that and if he tries to bring people in, like he tried to do it in another state, they're going to see how he conducted himself in Florida and they're going to be like, uh, I don't think that would be in our state's best interest. So, wait, we'll so see. Wait, what he probably would do, he's probably going to put out there that they, they that he suggests you wear your mask. He's not enforce yeah. it. He's going to suggest it. So he can say the people just didn't follow what was suggested to them. 
to try to put some litigation off of him, responsibility off of him. That's what he probably gonna do. Fair enough. Yeah, because you know, uh, DeSantis isn't gonna do anything because he's the same one in a video seeing chugging beer with a group of people with no masks or anything and people praising him. He wants to be president. That's why you think he came up with this bill about the protesting in Florida. He wants to be president. He actually wants to out Donald Trump, but he got to look like he's supporting him. But he wants to outdo him, and he wants to run for him in 2024. Here's the thing. Even with education, DeSanto is messing up. It's <laughs> he does not want to teach about different points of views and how things affect uh, different races when they were building the country, creating laws and all the process. But it's history. How do you deny what history and things that actually happened not to be included in your education of the children? How do, how do you think they're supposed to know so many things about about what happened to their their aunt, their uncle, or somebody that that when they really find out that they had a granddaddy that got lynched because he he was standing up for his rights to vote and everything? How do you explain that in 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 the United States laws and everything? How it affected different ethnic groups and economic groups and everything? How do you think that affected? So here's the thing that I want him to know, and I'm a soapbox, y'all. Here's one thing I want him to know: look at your last name. Your last name is not one of these things from a white British country. You come from a Spanish-based country, and all of them do not speak like the Spaniards of Spain. You have to understand that you can't come to a place and try to whitewash everything and try to make it look good so you can appeal to the Republicans who are going to make it financial support to support you financially, but morally have nothing for you. They will break you down, use you what they want to, get their agenda out there, and let you hang out to dry. He does not realize that. Just because you're Republican, it does not mean you have to give up your morals, your rights, your, your ethnic background, your, your, your culture that you were raised in. Doesn't mean you have to sacrifice all that just to be in office. You have to understand it if you're going to take public office that you must speak for all people, not just one group of people. Now, I'm done on that. Get on there about that. I think you should always educate everybody all the same level, give them all the same information so they can make choices according to their lives. No nah, man, that'll be too that'll be That's too di- be- that'll be too too simple. That'll be too difficult, man. How would that be too difficult? Difficult for them in the sense of they won't be able to control the narrative. They won't be able to to pretty much pull the strings so they could sway the people that they need to keep them in office under their influence. You know how it goes. You heard your yeah. sheep. You you don't want your sheep making decisions on its own. Sheep are dumb. <laughs> but in, but in this case, but in this case, it makes great politics. Help me a radio. You get some sheep. Sheep do some stupid stuff. In order to be a shepherd, you gotta watch out for a lot of stupid things. People basically run right into a traffic. People run right almost to a, to a wolf and then realize it's a wolf. Oh, I need to run. And then you already dead. What are you talking about? There's a reason There's a reason why if you really look at the shepherd, there'll be three dudes with like a herd of like 40 of them guiding them to where they need to be. There's a reason why 
You got shepherd dogs and shepherds in order to get a herd of sheep to go the right way. Because if not, they'll walk off the cliff and don't realize they did. La 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 la. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And, and 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 unfortunately, um, I don't know what other way to to use an analogy to describe it, but that's essentially what it is. They do not want. They just that's why that's why there's networks that just bombard and spoon feed certain demographics and sway them to the politics or the agenda of the particular certain parties. In both cases. Yeah, is is unfortunately how is how it's done and how it's used, whether if it's Fox News, or MSNBC or more CNN now more than anything, they 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 uh, apparently they lost their their amount of viewers since um Trump got out of office, so now they're trying to find things to keep people engaged and watching. Hmm. Well, I get you, but then let me give a personal story. Because, like, today marks 21 years since it happened. So, I think both of y'all know I was married. Yep. Mm -hmm. And when I was married, I found out about six months into the relate into the marriage. Not the relationship. We, we were together years before the marriage. Six months into the marriage, I found out they, they suffered from mental illness. And this is when we had a lot of Republicans in the office. A lot of Republicans cut it funding for mental health and mental health facilities didn't have the funding they needed and and during that time you know we had to deal with I believe Jeff Bush got back in office and we had to deal with how he was changing things for the state of Florida and all of that so we so in the marriage after that six month mark was close around the holidays and her birthday so things just seemed to do we're going left, going this way, going that way. And by January of 2001, we started living in separate houses. She went, she went back to her mom's house. I stayed at the house that I had it rented before we got married. Um, Tried to work through some things, got to a place, some things got revealed. So while we trying to work through there was already another relationship. When I told them that we, 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 I couldn't take that no more, they had one attempt. This is the first attempt in the Barbara relationship. They had one attempt where they tried to commit suicide. So we had the Baker Act, sent her to get evaluated. She was supposed to be on medication. Doctors didn't follow through or nothing like that. Had to deal with that. And then when I said, well, if you're not going to help yourself, I'm not going to be in this relationship. I'm going to go ahead and file for divorce. That happened. That conversation was March 27th. By March 28th, 2001, she basically put on her wedding dress, took an orange stitch of cord, went out to the yard in a tree and hung herself. And I'm talking about this story because people still forget to talk about mental health in other people of color. People of color are more into you just need to get, find something to do, find a hobby or in the church world. Oh, just pray about it. And it's still a struggle. 
So I'm talking about 21 years later, I still to this day, I push for people to work through get counseling versus always medicine to work through the issues because mental health is a real thing. And it's something that you just don't pray away, hobby away, work out away. You got to work through it. What y'all got to say? I mean, it's the truth, man. Um, Mental illness is something that is a real thing. There's not nothing bogus that, that was just made up. It's it's legitly a real thing. It's something that actually exists. It's it's something that needs to be taken more seriously and should be provided more funding. Cause the thing is, is that if you look at where we live, we're not there's no money being put into mental health. Correct. And and that creates huge issues. Things that 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 services need to be provided, especially neighborhoods that need those services the most, is considered something that's a luxury that only people that have the money to afford it can get. It's and to me, it's it's, it's one of those things that's absurd when you look at it because there's plenty of evidence to show that this is the real thing. There's even 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 not even the scientific standpoint, like the, the thing that every religion really talks about. It's in a way, in, 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 a, in, a, in a subtle way, they are addressing issues of mental health. Guilt or grief or whatever the case might be. If you want to look at it from a clinical standpoint, are signs of depression. Uh, yeah, I know. I, well, my doctorate degree is in Christian counseling. And I'm also actually getting the paperwork to go to pursue crisis counseling. Get ready to pursue that degree as well, because Christian counseling, I'm getting you through your day to day, but I got to know how to reach people when they're in crisis and reaching people in crisis is different than versus me working through a situation that you are, are, are aware of. And it's not at a point where you feel like your life is at threatened uh, state at that point. It's just that I got to start working through or situations or how somebody mistreated you or, or looked at you unfairly unjustly I, that's the area i've already got backing in but the person that's getting ready to jump off the bridge or the person who's got the pills lined up getting ready to take it the one who got the gun in their hand and is cocked and ready to blow their brains out i'm looking to explore and to get more into that because you know mental health in all areas of all people they need the help seriously any feedback back no, I was just talking about this with uh, my two brothers. We were just on the phone the other night. And we were, this is this came up, but I was telling them. I said, you know, you know me. I'm not all for people having pills unless they need pills. Like you know that about me is the pills are not Correct. always the answer. And if us as a country and even worldwide would take mental health as serious as some of these other things that we take serious, we'd probably get somewhere. But, you know, usually when I'm not defending like anybody that has shot up anything or anything, but my thing is, you know, a lot of them do have mental health and a lot of them have been bullied or have gone through some sort of experience and they get no help for it. And, you know, it's, we need to take consideration that mental health, like you guys were saying is real and you know, we need to get them out there and we need to provide help because right now mental health is not a priority to the United States. 
And we're starting to see that is we say, oh, they're crazy. They're this, they're that. It's no, people have been through a lot and they need to talk it out or they need the professional help. And, you know, we have yet to figure we don't do that. And it, and it's, it is a big problem. And I think it's going to continually get worse because we don't put an emphasis on it. Yeah. A lot of times with mental health, that's what's the saying. We kill, we put band-aids on bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. And we got to do something better. What I'm, my little part, key word, I say little part, is me going getting, uh, you know, better trained because this, it will be, a, I will have a practice of counseling. And I want to be able in all areas, especially the health, because with the mental health, a lot of times mental health leads to addictions. We're trying to yep. be proactive about things, and unfortunately, where we all have been employed at and all of this does not always see that, and that makes it the sad part because it's part of the state of Florida, and we don't see it in the portions. I agree. Any final thoughts, Jay? No, not that was already been said, man. It's just the truth. It's. It is, it's almost as if, like, they try to politicize this, or if not, they just don't, not trying to allocate funds on this. But if this was, if, if, if mental health illness was, was considered to be, I don't know, um, a threat to national security, there will be billions upon billions of dollars dumped on it, and nobody will ever even, and there will never even be any oversight on where the funds is going. But priorities, I guess. Closing thoughts, Zach, on today? No, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. What days are we looking forward to with this? The the, the 16th. That's April what? 16th. The championship is April. No, it's that. Okay. So sometime sometime next week. I'm not sure of the complete date. So keep a lookout this week. And then we know definitely April. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be the- yeah definitely april i mean the, and then like the women's championship is going on too yeah. uh i think their final four is like the second and third of april i could be wrong but i think that's what just came on the tv there's a lot faster than i thought okay all right so i we appreciate everyone tuning in to when i made for ones podcast we thank you for taking time to listen to our our points of view our perspective on different topics and always make sure you take the time to always educate yourself and we will see y'all the next time and we're out cheers y'all you have a great weekend (laughs) i didn't know what else to say but cheers (laughs) (laughs) all right all right all right later later